Welcome back. New York sports deserve better. I'm the Big Diesel. Big episode today. Talk Yanks. Talk Knicks. And talk a little bit with our guest today, Dowsey. Dowsey's a great guy. Um, he reached out. He said, hey, I, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this. And I want to talk about that. I said, hey, screw it. Why not? Come on the pod. Discuss those things with me. I'm getting bored of just looking at my camera and speaking to the microphone like I'm doing right now. So, yeah, sure, go ahead. We scheduled a time. We talked. And we have a great 45-minute episode for you guys. It's fantastic. Um, he's a great mind. Um, I, I love the idea of this. I think the, I think this summer is going to be a, a summer of opportunity. It's going to be a summer of where there's not much going on, and I need to think of ideas. I need to think of content things that's going to make the episode longer than 10 minutes. I also need to figure that out by myself because I, it's easier to extend an episode when you're ba- when you're letting other people talk too. So, uh, this is what we're going to be doing this summer. Uh, if you want to be on the podcast, DM me. DM me a topic of discussion, and I will be open to literally anything. Doesn't have to be New York sports. Doesn't have to be sports. Just give me a topic of discussion. If I like the discussion. And I like the person I see in the DMs, then they will be on an episode. I think it's cool. I think it's a cool idea. It gives people a chance to be on a great podcast like mine. And I think it's also a great way to meet new people. So this is what this is what it's gonna be. You DM me on Instagram or on Twitter. Or if you got my line, hit my line. I'm not giving out my line. Um a lot of crazies out there. Um, but DM me a, just a topic of discussion. We can, and I'll see if I like it, and then I'll we'll schedule a time to for you to be on the podcast. I think it's just a great idea for for content purposes. Also, a great idea to meet new people. Um, so this this is what happened in today's episode. We talked New York sports, but specifically the Yankees, which he likes. Uh, specifically the Knicks, who he also likes. Kind of just aligned. And then also on top of that, he has an Instagram page. He has a clothing line called Kingpin Golf. Really interesting stuff there. Uh, check out his page. But without further ado, here's today's episode. Um, it's a good one. Be sure to t- stay tuned. It's a long one, so I get it. If you don't stay tuned throughout the whole thing, uh, I'll try and get some tags on there so that you guys can skip around, see what just just so you guys know what to, like what you're looking for. All right. Uh, so here's the episode. Love you guys. New York sports are better. Kicking it off to myself, introducing Dowsy. All right, here we go. Uh, guest on the podcast, first time in a while. Um, I mean, this is something I've been looking forward to for a while just because I've been sitting here, I mean, pretty much talking to myself and, and watching myself on the screen for the past three weeks. Um, great, great guy. I've known him for, I don't know, what seems like my whole life. Um, the founder creator the president the main man in charge of kpg dowsy how we doing my man hey man i'm living life living the dream thanks for having me it's been a long time coming like you've been talking about this for almost a year now i want to say but uh happy to be on the show thanks for having me man. nope i mean it's great to have you we have been talking to this ever since i started it uh we have been talking about it uh it's great to finally have you on but while before uh, we were even talking about this. Um, 
you you were in the works with your own with your own stuff. KPG Kingpin Golf. Tell us tell us a little bit about it. Yes. So KPG is the future of golf apparel. You know, we got shirts, we got hats, we got gloves coming. We are dropping on Thursday. Website is kpgofficial.com. Um, don't go there yet. It's not finished. So, so you're going to run into some trouble. But um, we're dropping on Thursday. Try to get everyone their stuff. I, hopefully next Thursday we'll see how that works. But I'm excited, man. Um, something I've kind of been working on for a little bit. Don't even know why I started it. Because I hate my job that much. I'm trying to segue into something else. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited. All my products officially got in today. I'm really happy with everything. I was skeptical because I went through Alibaba and uh, easily thought a few times I was getting my money uh, stolen. But everything's here. So, you know, I'm happy. I'm excited to see where this goes. And uh, let's go to the moon, baby. Exactly. The, 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 the whole merch and, and all that stuff. Uh, it's very sketchy because the first the first uh, drop that I did, I um, uh, the first the first drop of shirts I did was um, it was ordered on like called like custom t-shirts.com. And like right off the gate, that's just a sketchy name. Sketchy. Like it's like you're going to get set up for something. So and it's like a oh, down payment of seven hundred dollars. And it's like, OK, well, now I got to these shirts have to come or else I'm out seven hundred dollars. And then I also have to sell them on top of that. I had no problem. Everything worked out in the end, but the clothing line and the, and the merch and the merch, it's, it's a scary game to get into. I'm glad all the shit came in and, and you got it all in stock. Uh, how are you going to be doing that? You're going to be, you're going to be hand shipping it yourself. Yeah. I'm going to be hand shipping myself. I'm going through pirate ship, uh, a little bit of a free shout out to pirate ship, but yeah, you don't have to pay to use pirate ship. All you have to do is pay to print the labels so uh, I'm, I'm just doing that. It's definitely more affordable. And just to go back to like the deposit for the shirts, I was trying so hard not to get ripped off. I think for the hats and gloves, I had a deposit of like $100 on a very expensive purchase. And then for my shirts, I put down like $300 and like we're not done. It was time for me to pay the rest. She showed me the balance and I was like, get the hell out of here are you kidding me like, where did this number come from i realized i was trying not to get the net i was like putting in the least amount of, of money possible dude uh so what i i've followed it for a while on my main account i just followed it on my podcast account what like is it is it just a clothing brand or is this like gonna be like a like a lifestyle brand something that it, it, is it like one of those things where if you're getting into golf, this is what you want to follow, or is it something like, oh, like I'm good at golf right now, or I play a lot right now. This is a page I want to follow because it's a, just a bunch of dudes golfing. So essentially, I almost want it to be angle like a top apparel brand. Like when you see a guy on tour, you're not wearing like a boring ass Nike shirt. They were rocking it like a KPG shirt. And the difference is that, like, it's cool, but, like, you don't look like, you don't look like a tool. You, know? you can go to the bar after. You're not going to look like a crappy douche. Like, you, you can just rock it and be cool. And my motto is look good. Well, I just started playing golf last June. 
and I suck as everyone does when they start playing golf. And I'm like, right, at least at least it'll be like, like cool, cool than everyone else. So that was kind of like why I wanted to learn it. So I guess in terms of where I want the page to go, I don't. I started doing like T-Box Tuesday and stuff like that just so I could kind of secure the name Kingpin Golf. I didn't want someone else to like have the same take that thing. that's why I started doing it and then I'm just gonna get really creative with my videos you know just like cool film on the course like like trick shots anything like that but just like cool stuff it's not gonna be too fratty where you're chugging beers and whatnot but just cool stuff guys chilling smoking cigars obviously we're drinking beers and whatnot but just all around just like just good just good content is what, what I'm really trying to push but I I rather make it as a a clothing brand or an apparel brand opposed to making it as like a lifestyle you know mm-hmm. i know exactly um that's very interesting i mean we can i, I know i know a golfer that's on the come up right now maybe we can get him in some kbg stu- uh, kpg stuff uh chris got her up at a at a ruckers he's uh he's actually in the transporter right now he's looking at he's looking at places like lsu texas big big schools, big schools and uh maybe we can get him in something i may have to pay him a little bit are you man yeah, i might have to throw <laughs> fuck mca i'll give him a little bit of money but uh definitely check out kpg on instagram uh what's the exact handle it is kingpin golf underscore kpg but if you check just type in kpg yeah but check it out so Check it out. They got good content. T-Box Tuesdays, very, very funny, uh, especially with, I mean, just a couple of goons on the golf course, just trying to look, just trying to look good and play better. Uh, that, that, that's happened to the, to the Yankees. The, the main topic of, of the, um, of the weekend. Um, this is, this is a, I, I, last episode, I said the Yankees were back. Obviously I was wrong because they, go into the weekend and they get their asses swept by, by the, the Red Sox, the worst possible team. And I mean, that was like, our tribal. Yeah, exactly. That was like, you spent, you spent four years in Providence. Like you're tired of all those fucking kids winning and shit. I just got done with it. I thought I'd be out in the clear, but Nope, I get thrown right back into Boston is better than New York and all of the comparisons. What, what do you think is the problem with the with the Yankees right now? Because I certainly am struggling to find the main thing that I can change. Then Boone, this team's got no heart, man. Honestly, this team has no heart. It's just like, I mean, what was it Friday when we had the bottom of the lineup going over four each of them? I like. I, I mean, I'm I'm still lost for words. I was at the game on Saturday. Things were going great. I was in a great mood. I'm playing the YMCA. I'm loving life. Drinking beers in the bleachers. Just everything was back to normal. Didn't have to wear a mask. Life was great. And then next thing you know, you blink at seven seven three. I mean, how do you let that happen on a Saturday night in the Bronx against your arch rival? Where's your that's that's the the main issue. the The heart is definitely like that's not Yankees baseball. Like you need to have heart. You need to be the. You need to want to wake up every day, put on the uniform, and going out and play in Yankee Stadium. 
but it seems like people just don't have the same idea. And that's, that's the most frustrating part. And obviously Friday night was just a massacre. They just fucked us up. And yeah. there was just, there was from start to finish. It was like, this game's lost. It's terrible. And then Saturday, I wasn't really watching. I wasn't even watching the game. And I rarely admit that, but like after Friday night, it's like, why would I like waste my, I wasted my Friday night watching the game. And I could have been out. I could have been having fun. I get it. It's like my job. And in this, in the slightest bit, it's my job to watch the game. But I was like, I'm not letting this, this game go. To, I'm not going to let it ruin my Saturday night. I'm going to go out. I'm going to go. I went to a grad party. And why did I go to this grad party? I'm not so sure, but it was a great time. And they, I, I look at my phone. It's three, three top eight. I'm like, all right, this is going to be a good game. You were on, you had, we had, we had, you had feet on the ground there. What the hell happened? Cause I, I didn't even watch. First of all, you're, you're the smart guy because I watched the game Friday and in my optimistic head, I'm like, Saturday's going to be different. It's going to be 93 degrees. We don't have the best pitch on the mound, but they don't either. Our lineup is pretty decent. Uh, I think we're going to win this game. We get there. I think we went down one nothing. Then we come back. Glaber yeah, playing very well. He had, a, he had a very rough start. Very rough start. Oh yeah. So good on him. Good on him for you know coming back. And even yesterday he played. He played great. Um, I don't know, man. It's just errors. Boone doesn't know when to take out a pitcher. He's listening to his analytics guys way too much. And like I think there's a point where like, you were a baseball player. You have to know like okay. Baseball, like, let me do this. And Boone's, he's, I mean, I don't know if I can curse. Like, really fucking us over right now. Yeah, you can curse. I, I'm trying not to anymore, but I've obviously, it just slips out once in a while and it, it's all right. Boone is fucking us over right now. I mean, it's tough, dude. It, it's really tough because this was supposed, not supposed to be our year. But it's supposed to be the Yankees were going to be pretty good, and the Red Sox were going to be the worst team of baseball scene. And now it's the complete opposite. And the Red Sox, they'll go down and they fight back. We go down, it's like a little pity party. The whole stadium will start clapping. And I almost don't want anyone to clap because our guys can't handle that. They, uh, they don't yeah. swing, they strike out. I, I mean, I, I have the biggest problem I have with with the struggles this year is definitely year after year, the expectations it's like, Oh, we're the AL East favorite. That's obvious. But like the thing that frustrates me so much this year is that it's pretty much the same exact team as the last three years. Nothing has changed offensively. Nothing. There's been no signings. There's been no, nothing, nothing has changed offensively. There's been no moves made offensively. Yeah, sure. We go get Garrett Cole, but like what's, Garrett Cole gonna do besides like he needs to put up literally he needs to shove and give up zero runs in order for the Yankees to have a hundred percent chance of winning, which is absolutely ridiculous. And here's the thing: I think in years past, our pitching was kind of like you know, if our pitching was a little bit better, we'd be good. Now, I mean, excuse the past few games, but we're giving up three runs, two to three runs, and we're losing. I mean, and our guys are going pretty deep as well. And might I add, I was the biggest Clint Frazier advocate. Chip him off. I mean, him off. It, it sucks because 
there is so much like potential there and he's got this uh, you you hear about all the fucking time it's the bat speed oh like he's just an electric player one i thought he was way faster he's not fast at all and he i think he was fast and then he just was like oh no i don't need to be fast he's also just Dude, he's so he was a gold. I think he like was a gold glove finalist last year or a gold glove winner. Um, yes. He's the worst fielder I've quite literally ever seen in outfield. I play intramural softball and I play better left field than Clint Frazier. I play I would play a better right field than Clint Frazier. It's disgusting. I hopped out on, onto the softball field for the first time in two years. I I like robbed a foul ball and then I also threw someone out when they tried to tag from third. And I'm not kidding. Outfield is the easiest position in baseball, and it's not even fucking close. You go out there, you get a read on the ball. Maybe the wind's whirling. That's that's fine. But an infield pop-up is a lot harder than an outfield pop-up, and that's what happened Sunday when when he went out there and the, it gets, the ball gets hit, a weak fly ball to the, to the Bermuda Triangle, as baseball fans and baseball enthusiasts like to call it, because it's that it's that triangle between the first baseman, second baseman, and right fielder, where balls just seem to drop. But if you have a knowledgeable right fielder, like if Aaron Judge were to be playing right field on Sunday Night Baseball, he's calling everyone off. Yeah, and it. But no, instead, this is this is the problem. This is two problems in one. One, Clint Frazier has to call everyone off and get and and catch the baseball. Two, Aaron Boone needs to play Aaron Judge in right field every single fucking game until he gets hurt. Yep. There needs to be a consistent lineup of all of the players that you trust. It cannot be based off of statistics. It needs to be based off trust. It needs to be based off performance. It it obviously analytics haven't hasn't worked the past three years. Yeah, we can blame the Astros for cheating, but at the same time, you still lost. Like it, still lost. I got to play ball. Yeah, exactly. I I'll hate the Astros for the rest of my life, and I'll always remember that. But at the same time, you still lost because you seem that you guys couldn't hit in the playoffs yet again. And it, why is hitting the problem? Like you're the Bronx Bombers, like all of this shit. But you continue not to hit. I don't think I don't think there's a single person under uh, over 300. And I and I think it's maybe Judge because he platoons from 290 288 to 310 which makes no sense he's he's like the one like okay like he gets a pass but everyone else is just and my biggest issue is we're always swinging for the fences like a base hit is not gonna kill us like i love a home run i love it it's fucking awesome cool base is not gonna kill us you know i know exactly what you mean and and it's like there are players who had that mindset specifically glaber i think i think he hadn't hit a home run in a while and he was trying to hit a home run at the beginning of the season he was trying to kill the ball and he is very over the past two three weeks put out very consistent good play and shown to improve and it seems like judge and glaber are the only ones that actually consistently can hit um obviously injuries suck like Luke Voigt being out. But even when Luke Voigt was in, he was awful. Aaron Hicks, even when he was in, he was fucking out. He was awful. I mean, like, so we're like, talking about how he's a scratch golfer. I mean, don't be picked off. But I don't want to hear that right yeah. now. The guy is over 15. 
You know yeah, what I mean? Like the the Aaron Hicks golf, uh, the golf fun fact is turning into like, oh, did you know Julian Edelman played quarterback in college? Oh, did you know Chris Hogan uh, played lacrosse at Penn State? Whatever the fuck he played. But like it's it's it was those things like on broadcast that I can't stand. Obviously, that was just like random. But I hate that so much that I had to say it. Right? It's no, the worst I, thing I, ever. I agree with you. Like they're zooming into him in center. Like I mean, can we talk about how he's playing like absolute? Right now? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're talking about him being a scratch golfer of all the things that are happening? Unbelievable. And then. Um, uh, I don't, yeah. know, I don't know where you stand on this, but Brett Gardner. Brett Gardner sucks. I said, ah. it, I said it in last episode. He, it's not little league anymore. Everyone doesn't have to play. I don't feel bad for Brett Gardner. He's had, he's he's had he's had a long long career, and he's he's loved Yankee. But he, he, we need to we need to put him down. Um, that's basically what it is. We should have put him down last this off season. We should, we already, I, I don't we know why they signed him. Yeah, it makes no sense. I don't care no how much. Yeah, I don't care how cheap he was. It doesn't matter. Like he's not good. I think something, someone to look out for who it looks like he's improving, uh, Miguel Andujar. I think that guy is is continuing to get base hits and continuing to to hit. He had a tough start, but he's bouncing his. He's finding his way back into it after a year off, pretty much. I was gonna say, I mean, he was out for a while. He's a young guy. He he, he did have a tough start, but he's been playing better. And then back, back to Luke Boyd, like that's what we need, but he just can't seem to be healthy. Like, and no one can stay healthy. And it's crazy that like like everyone says, oh, Brian Cashman, he's like the head of the evil empire, all this shit. And it's it's not really evil when you've won one championship in the last 21 years. Right. I, I I simply just don't get it at all. He was he inherited his world series is pretty much yeah it just makes i i think cashman needs to either i like i hate to be the guy that's like i'll fire everyone but like boone needs to go i i i can't stand the guy how do you how do you sit there on sunday night and watch that strike three call and let your third base coach who was just like like really sick like really sick. Like he just got back. How do he you let? Him, yeah, how do you let that guy go out there with all the health problems he's had and like scream his head off at the umpire, and you sit there and do nothing? And then the next inning, you let somebody else get ejected. It was the wrong guy that got ejected, which was the funniest yeah. thing ever. Uh, Marcus Marcus Thames was screaming "fuck you" at the umpire, <laughs> and and just some poor guy next to Aaron Boone just like sat there and he's like, "What did I do?" And the guy that guy got ejected. Uh, one of the funniest things ever, but still like, like Aaron Boone, I think they, I think he got ejected in the, in the Saturday night game or Friday night game, maybe Friday, maybe against the Rays. I think, no, it was against the Rays. That Thursday was the Thursday game. Yeah. And I think he may have been like, Oh, like, I don't want to get fined. I think, and that's not something that's like, you should be immediately out. If you're like, you don't want to, you don't want to get fined. You're you literally are getting paid to Coach a boys game. You yeah. want to get fined? I, 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 there's several reasons. Uh, obviously, before New York Sports deserved better, uh, my Twitter username was Fireboon. Um, that, that, that was that's that's one of those things that kind of sticks with me. 
I mean, obviously he had two good years right after that. Well, mm-hmm. two good teams after that. I wouldn't say maybe Hank you should change, maybe you should change it back because I feel like just my name's too iconic. <laughs> <laughs> I can't change it. Everyone just be like, "What the fuck?" They they, they they can't. They I don't think people will be able to handle it. Um, but I think uh, I mean he's he's managed the bullpen for four years so poorly that I have no. He gives away games from the start when he puts out the lineups he puts out. And then when you go down one run and you don't throw out your best reliever and you're like, Oh, I'm going to kind of save somebody, but like, I'm going to put in a decent guy so that if we do come back that maybe he won't give up any runs. He's so bad at managing the bullpen. And I feel terrible. It it gives me such uh, agita that I can't, I I can't handle it. I do want him fired. I'm, I'm, I'm so close. I was, I've always been like, give him a chance, give him a chance, give him a chance. He's done pretty well. He's made the playoffs, but now it's just kind of like you need to do something and just let him go. You need to let him go. It really, it really has got to that point, and this also pains me to say that that Yankees Red Sox rivalry doesn't feel like a rivalry because the Yankees are getting swept at home. It doesn't feel like a rivalry. I wasn't like you know looking over my shoulder when I was at Yankee Stadium. It was all Mellow Jello. Yeah, I mean, I think that I think that also comes with I think that also comes with uh, just just the nature of the two teams and the people on. Yeah, they seem like they, they don't like Alex Verdugo is out there dapping people up in right field. And like how like I don't hate Xander Bogarts. I don't I don't hate him. I, he yeah. seems like a good guy. Unfortunately. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like that, that rivalry isn't there unless it's like in the playoffs. Like they lost all their guys that I was like, oh, I really don't like them. Yeah, I hate every single one of you. Yeah, and I, now, it, now it's like I don't really mind. Like I think JD Martinez is a dog. I think yeah. Xander's. I think De- I love Devers. Devers, dude, he pimped that ball. Yeah, that first ball. inning. I'm like, oh, everybody, get out of this inning. Let's go, boys. Friday night <laughs> baseball, absolutely ruined it. Headed to the 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 moon. I yeah, I think I just think the whole Yankees Red Sox as of like right now, there's no that's not even a rivalry. Like I think I there's there's more of a rivalry between the Astros and the Yankees. Like that series, I was glued to my TV. Uh-huh. This this series, I was just like, I don't really care. I hope we win. I hope we win yeah. one of them. And then it was just no, we didn't win a single one. I was supposed to get, go to the game Friday, and I'm so so happy I didn't go. Oh, that would have been that would have ruined your weekend. It's just such a problem that like I almost can't talk about it because I'm I, the more I talk about it, the more I realize how fucked the Yankees are. But I mean, it's it's trouble in the Bronx, big time. You know, you know what I how I view this as you know like that part of the year when like our whole team's hurt and then our, our record's just not that great. I'm trying to I've been trying to just view this as oh our guys are just hurt. And like we're gonna pick it back up eventually. But I already know we're gonna start picking it back up and it's gonna be slowly. It's gonna be way too late. I just think the Yankees are one of the streakiest teams in baseball. Like it's bad and then it's really good. And then they draw you back in and then they they someone gets hurt and then they suck again and they come back and maybe yeah. they're good. It's I it's it's the it's that type of shit that makes me think I'm gonna die at twenty eight. And I yeah. can't I can't handle that. I'm a I'm a big fat boy that doesn't that I, I don't eat well like I'm my heart's gonna give out one of these days one of these Yankees streaky seasons I'm just gonna drop and I can't afford that 
not going to a game for a while. I'm not paying to go to a game for a while until they start to improve. Yeah, I, I'll I'll go in July when they play the Red Sox again. I mean, it's just like it's just, it's, it's I get mad. Yeah, the, the, the Yankees. I, I things. Exactly. It's it's one of those things. Baseball's a long season. They have a long. They have at least a hundred more games, maybe a little less, to figure it out. But that, I think everything. I think they'll make the playoffs. I think there's a very high chance to make the playoffs, which um, the New York Knicks did do. And yes. you are you are a Knicks fan, so let's hop into the Knicks discussion. Uh, obviously, just a brutal brutal pull from getting the Hawks first round. Also, just I mean, just a brutal offensive display. It's kind of a theme in New York nowadays. Just brutal offensive displays. And um, I want to know because I think it's just they just don't have any scores. I I would like your opinion because um, obviously it wasn't the coaching because Tom Thibodeau just got announced coach of the year. Coach of the year. So I don't know what it is. Maybe you can enlighten and enlighten me and also enlighten the 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 listeners. What can possibly what could the Knicks do? in this offseason to actually we, we absolutely need Lillard. I don't know how how we give up. We need Lillard. He is an absolute fucking he's a maniac. And let me tell you something. New York sports deserves better. Damian Lillard deserves better. I you can't go out and put 50, 55 points, whatever the hell it was, and your team loses. Come on, man. That's the thing, though. It's like, but like, obviously, New York sports are better. Obviously, D'Lil deserves better. But does is does him going to the Knicks? Does that like? I I don't even think that's giving Dame what he deserves. But I, I think it would, give, it would give New York what what they deserve, which which is kind of which is a lot better. And they get a score, they get an electric guy. And I honestly think if Dame if Dame played in at MSG every single home game, there's a possibility of him dropping sixty points. Easily, easily, and no, I, I do think you're right. I'm being a selfish New York Knicks fan right now, but and I don't even know how the chemistry would work between Julius. But I think Julius would be a little upset that Rodgers superstar, and you kind of have to give up the ball. Not that it, he's a ball hog, but I mean, down the stretch in the fourth quarter, he's the only one touching the ball other than Derrick Rose dribbling up. It's a little pick, and then give it to him at the top of the key and let him figure it out. So I don't know. He would adjust to that. Um, I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't really care what Julius Randle thinks. Like, obviously, he had a good, he had a good year. He won most improved, but like the way he played in the playoffs, he has no right to make any decisions, no. no right to have any emotion whatsoever when it comes to getting him help. Because obviously, he can't do it himself, and he proved that, and he should know that he can't do it himself. He has to know that. So how do you? But how do you get Damian Lillard? And it's like that. That turns into all these hypotheticals. And it's like I obviously I love the Knicks. I want them to do well, but like, how much do you give up for Dame Lillard? Because I'm quite literally ready to give up the entire team just to start with one player, and that's Damian Lillard. He's young too. That's the thing. He's really young. It's like we're getting like an old hag, and it's like we're giving. I mean, I'm willing to give up a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to get him. It's just, it's tough. And, you know, one thing about Thibodeau that I didn't know, and you might be able to fact check me on this, I didn't realize that he really ran his players into the ground. I didn't know that um, RJ and Randall had, like, top minutes in the league. And you could really, you could tell during the playoffs, because, I mean, just like 23 points. But, I mean, when you got the green light, 
It's not hard to do that at all. Especially you, you can you can miss as many shots as you want when you're still going to pass. Right? They just look tired, dude. At the end of the series, both of them. I mean, they're playing hard defense, hard defense, yeah. and then they run down the court, taking the first shot, which is usually a really bad three, and then Trey Young would come down and he would do some voodoo. And yeah, I mean, Trey Young has has. I was like, oh, the Knicks defense is just bad. I mean, after seeing him play the other day, uh, I mean, he's just he's he's a very good player. I don't he's respect him. I don't respect him at all. I hope no. that, I hope very bad things happen to him. But like, he is really, 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 really good. And I the kid like, can play basketball. Yeah, he could. He can shoot. He can score. Like he like it wasn't a fluke. It wasn't just that he was playing at MSG. Like this dude can score, which is something the Knicks need. I don't know. I don't, they're, they're, at the end of the day, there's really no there's no fix for the New York Knicks. There's none. There's no fix, and it's almost sad that we're celebrating like making it to the playoffs because we've been absolute garbage for so long. But I mean, it did feel really good. Finished fourth, a milestone, and I don't know. Call me crazy. I thought we were gonna do damage in the playoffs. I thought it was going to be Austin and Nets in the Eastern Conference Finals. And, uh, that's not the case for us. I, yeah, I, I, I thought the exact same thing, but at the end of the day, it's like we can get called crazy. I think we're just delusional. I, I think that's, that's the perfect word I to describe it. We aren't – I mean, we're, we're not realistic. We're very – we're optimistic, which is very weird to say about the New York Knicks because usually everything goes wrong. Which it did. It, it we made yeah. the playoffs, but then like once he got to the playoffs, everything like game one, it was like okay, like we're got we got. We're ner- I thought like, we were nervous. Yeah, game game two, it's like okay, now it's now we won. Oh, like we got a, we got a chance, and then it's like next three games you lose by sixty points combined. I I the Knicks Knicks are forever royally fucked. Yep, and it, it almost sucks too because our draft well. We also got fucked by the Mavs because we had their draft pick for this year. That's correct, right? Mm-hmm. So they started – I mean, they were looking like, all right, we might be able to get somebody. But also this draft class kind of sucks. This draft class is awful. Yeah. Um, no, it's fine. Yeah. I think, I think we're going to need to go ahead and get a stud. Or if not, we're just going to be waiting for LeBron James Jr. eligible. And then you can get him and Zaire Wade and Zion. That will be great. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, it's it's impossible to fix the Knicks. I, and it, and the best thing about uh, the Knicks is like, oh, you you pulled off a great trade to get rid of Chris Stops because he didn't want to be there. You get a first round pick. You get a like, team like the Mavs, who at the beginning of the season had the worst record after like twenty five games. They had the worst record in the regular season, and then they turn it around as you guys turn it around. And just like, oh, now you have two 20-plus overall picks in a bad draft class. Like, who are they going to get? David Duke? Yeah, literally. I mean. If, if, they, if, they, if they pick David Duke, I'll be extremely pissed. He's not good. I'm just going to say right now, I would very respectfully, I would throw my phone on my TV if you pick David Duke. <laughs> I mean. You know what? <laughs> we, we're not going to get David Duke because 
we um times this year and last year we, we go for like these random Europeans for some reason. I don't understand the fetish between drafting got these guys from college who would be really good in the NBA and then they say, nah, let's get this guy from Italy. I mean, I I think their I think their thought process with the draft is like like we're gonna do this and like one of them's gonna work out. It's just like it's it's like it's like playing blackjack and it's like you lose like a like five hands in a row. And it's like, oh no, no, I, I gotta stay on because this this hand right here, next thing you know, you're down six hundred on live casino on your online book. Yep. And then yeah, dude. You just keep let, doubling let me, up. Let me ask you this question. What, what are your thoughts on uh, being those What do you think about? Um, I think, I mean, he was really good in college. I think I I like him as a person. I like him as like a, I like him as a bench guy. Definitely, like he can shoot it at times, and like he's athletic. He can he can like throw down, but like I mean, really, really like not good defensively. As I looked at a highlight tape of Noah Horkler, and Noah Horkler was cooking him uh, at a D one level. So like I mean definitely not the greatest. That says a lot. That speaks measures. Yeah, definitely not the greatest pick ever. Um, like not. Uh, seems like a great guy. I love three of shake and say go next to him. But he almost reminds me of like the stud of a high school varsity football team, and the basketball coach is like, I need your athleticism. Can you be on the basketball team? And then the kid plays basketball and he's the worst kid on. And that's that's the I mean you see that everywhere too. It's like oh like you you see this big you see this big guy. It's like it's like the Michael Orr thing. It's like oh he that kid's huge. Like he'll be able to play football. We can develop him. And it's like no. I mean that's obviously a that's a good example of like a the best possible yeah, outcome. Uh-huh. But then you look at other things like there's this there's there's plenty of examples. There's like oh like you're really fast. Like go play lacrosse, and then he can't handle a stick for shit. And then yeah, like, okay, it's just these these experiments. I think Obi Toppin was a great pick on draft night, and then you wake up the next morning and it's like, is was he really good or is he just all hype? I'm just, I, I always kind of try and like here goes like me being delusional and New York fans being delusional. I'll try and like tell myself that it's gonna be okay. So when Obi got picked, I'm like, ain't no stopping Obi Toppin. And if you look on my Twitter. On draft night, I probably said that. One hundred percent. Back in my head, it <laughs> But you know, you got to give him a chance. You got to give him a chance. I, I sat there on draft night, saw seeing him slip, and I'm I was like, maybe he's not really that great. And then I don't. I mean, this draft class sucked too. Really. Yeah. Like Lonzo was unbelievable, but like everyone else, like Wiseman wasn't really good. Yeah. No. Anthony Edwards was okay. Like Lonzo took over the class, and there's really no other good players. Lamelo. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, not Lonzo. Lamelo. Um, Lamelo's. Lamelo's. He's something special. Anthony Edwards. Yeah, I mean, if you don't have the, if you don't have a top three pick, or if you don't have a top two pick, honestly, you don't have a top two pick, then the draft doesn't matter. So the two draft picks that we have is nothing. Yeah, literally nothing. Yep. We got a steal of IQ because I didn't really know much about him. And he's a buck. I love IQ. He's probably my favorite player on the Knicks by far. Me too. 
I mean, he came in, they were down one, probably like 16. And then he yeah. comes in in the fourth quarter, like the first minutes of the game, he draws like an offensive charge. And then he goes down, hits a three, and he gets an and one. And it's like, you see this guy like working his ass off with limited minutes. He's had limited, he played great pretty much yeah. like the entire first half of the season on limited minutes, which I don't know mm-hmm. what the reason was. But then there's minutes got even more limited once D Rose came. And then it's like, the guy that put the, every he makes the most of his minutes, and that's what I want to see out of the Knicks, even though they are pretty much doomed for I mean, for my entire lifetime, which is probably the next five years. And then, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's it's one of those things that the, the Knicks are fucked, and it's it's hard to it's hard to think that. And that's also just like one of those things for the Yankees. It's like, yeah, the Yankees suck right now, but like you don't think they're fucked. Yeah, there's still hope. I mean, the Knicks, the Knicks it just sucks because the damn super teams. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just ridiculous at this point. Like, first you got to worry about, and realistically, I, I got to say, I think we're lucky to be. Yeah. Yeah. If, we, if, if there's a situation where we play the Miami Heat in the playoffs, Miami Heat would have absolutely violated our you think the Heat would have? I think the Heat sucked. They sucked, but, like, I think they're just so much, like, better than us. Like, I think like Jimmy Butler and his head is like, I will not lose to the Knicks. I think, I think it, it would have been – I think it, I think the Heat series would have been a better series. Than better than Hawks. I mean, we, I think we. I think the Knicks still lose. Like, the Knicks were the yeah. worst team in the playoffs, like, 1,000%. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I would have I would have rather the Knicks been an eight seed and played – in uh no, seven seed and played the Nets. Yeah. And and got like lose four one, then play the mm-hmm. Hawks and get and lose four one, and getting like almost getting absolutely embarrassed four one. But I don't think the Knicks would have taken one game; they would have got swept. I wish we were in that the gritty era of sports where, like Trey Young, would have been doing those little linky dinky floaters. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I yeah. think back in the day, like Patrick Ewing or Charles Oakley just giving him a next bow. To his face. Yeah, no, they would they would elbow him in his neck and, and then once he hit the ground, they would fucking punt him. Like that's what I yeah. wanted to happen. That's what I want to happen. They eat the fines. I'm sure the team will split it. And now they just have to worry about him like maybe shooting three because he's gonna be scared to play in New York. Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't happen now. And I, I get it, it's a new brand of basketball. I'm not gonna complain. I'm not I don't want to sound like a boomer. Yeah. Because like no, I didn't, no, I, you, like, I didn't even see the old brand of basketball. Yeah, if it weren't for YouTube, I'd be speaking on my ass right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like I see highlights. So like people this is the whole it's the whole thing of just like, oh, like how can I decide whether LeBron or MJ's the goat when I didn't even when I haven't seen Michael Jordan play basketball once in my life. Obviously, I still think MJ is the goat, but that's why you're my boy. Yeah, that's 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 the thing. Um, but yeah, the Knicks are fucked. The Yankees, uh, the, there's a lot to be. There's not a lot to be hopeful for, but you're they're the Yankees. They always figure it out some way somehow. Um, and that's that's pretty much all I think that's happening in New York sports. Um, the Islanders won, but again, I don't know shit about hockey. You want to touch know the on first that? Thing. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I can talk about it. I mean, I mean, I, I can too. They, they won. They, they oh, yeah, they won. Let me tell you something, listeners. Here's what you're gonna do: you're gonna take the dogs in this series every single game. Every single game. If you, that's all I'm gonna say. If you're smart and you want money, 
I, I'm advising you to take the dog. And tonight, the Islanders were the dog. And then guess what happened? The Islanders won. You know what I mean? Just, you just take them. Money. You just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm printing money. Take them plus one and a half, sit back and relax, and enjoy the show. It's probably going to go to overtime. No one's getting blown out. And I mean, they got blown out with one. And then they blew out the Bruins. So I yeah. mean, I mean, there's, yeah, I, 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 I guess I was advised today that I shouldn't be rooting for the Islanders if I say I'm a Rangers fan, but at the same time, I'm not, I'll take New York sports over Boston sports on a day of the week, maybe like next round I'll root against them. But I, for right now, I was very excited watching that game and it was probably the first hockey game that I kind of watched the majority of it, which I made myself proud. I can watch playoff hockey because I think it's, crazy and it's like the one time of the year I'm like fascinated I'm like wow hockey is absolutely nuts but regular season if I tell you anything about hockey I'm I'm just lying to you same with I like me. I like Keandre Miller you know why the brother on that how can I not root on the Rangers I mean <laughs> other than that I don't know anything I don't know anything else yeah I'll I, tell, I'll, yeah, I don't know I'll, I'll, hockey. I'll, I'll tell you you know I could we're trying to say you know what I mean like yeah I think lacrosse is the hockey. Yeah, definitely. The tri state. So I don't know anything about lacrosse either. Oh, I'll plug you. Don't worry. That's easy. Um, yeah. So this weekend, as you guys know, I went to the Yankees game last top of the ninth inning because I was fed up. Some of my friends were thinking, should we call it a night? Should we go back home? We did the opposite. Went to a bar and uh, the guy Brendan Carey is like, yo, Adam Fox is right there. My first question to him, who's Adam Fox? <laughs> he's he's like the guy in the range, like, oh yeah, yeah, I got Oh you. yeah. Yeah, the hockey guy. Uh, I mean <laughs> a, a miracle that someone knew um, what a hockey player looked like without a helmet yeah. on. Okay, well, here's where the story gets even. I said to BC, I'm going to go throw it up to him and tell him that Keandre Miller is my favorite player in the NHL. And it took me probably all five minutes to figure out which person he was as BC was pointing to him. He had to move my shoulders in his direction and say, him. <laughs> so I, I, I went up to him and he looks really pissed off and like, oh my God, he's going to be an asshole. But I think he was just mad because um, me and BC were pointing at him for 10 minutes. <laughs> I was trying to figure out who this guy, who this Adam said Adam Fox is. So I'm shooting, I'm shooting the shit with him, and I'm trying to get into hockey. Want to be a Rangers fan? I guess I identify as a Rangers fan. And I, I was like, I, I don't know you. I'm sure you get this a lot, and I'm sure it's annoying. Can I take a picture with you? So, absolutely. Pull up my phone. My phone's dead. My phone's always dead. My phone's like dead now. Like it's been oh, dead for my, hours at this my, point. Yeah, my phone's always dead as well. I think Steve Jobs has like a vendetta against me. So my phone. And she said, don't like, worry about it. Take, he takes a picture on his phone. On his phone. And all time guy. You say so you got his number? I have his number. All right. We'll we'll, we'll stay low on that. Uh, maybe yeah, we'll yeah, yeah, yeah. hit him with like a prank call later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I to add on to that. I mean, 
I'm meeting stars left and right. I saw Jack Hughes at the at the bar in Fairfield. Not much of a story. I went up to him. Um, ex co-host, um, great friend, um, Chris Mancino or Mankey as we like to call him, is second cousins with Jack Hughes. And so oh, I went okay. up, so I went up to Jack Hughes and I tapped him on the shoulder. I said, Hey, like I was roommates with your uh, second cousin, uh, Chris. And he looked at me right in my face and he said, Who? I go, uh, you don't know your second cousin? And he said, he said, not at all. I said, all right, well, here's the deal. I'm going to take a selfie with you, and I'm going to send it to him. Is that cool? And he was like, yeah, sure. So I take the selfie, um, send it to send it to ex-co-host Mankey, and then as I'm leaving, I like kind of turned around, and I go, does blood not mean anything to you? And then he just he he looked at me. I was shit faced. I was so so shit faced, and I felt disrespected that he didn't know who my friend was. And I and he like looked at me, and he just like laughed, and then I laughed it off too. But like he thought it was a joke, which I'm I'm glad I played it off as a joke. But I I I think a little bit I was serious in that moment, and that was one of the one of the sadder things I've ever said in my entire life. I mean, I think he deserved every single you tripping him why does he think he's fucking bigger than life first of all second of all you don't know your second cousin i think everyone knows their second cousin like when you get off to like oh my cousin's friend's son yeah maybe i don't know who the hell that is yeah. or you know like, your parents crazy friend who like, claims like they changed your diapers and they never did okay yeah your second cousin come on i i don't know the situation but I knew about this kid for a very, very long time. And I don't know. I mean, I maybe it's just one of those things. He's famous. I don't know. But that that was my story this weekend with a hockey player. And again, me and you, we know nothing about hockey. That's why these nothing. stories these that's why these stories are fun. We're not hockey guys. Not at all. Not at all. All right, let's wrap it up there. Uh very good episode. A lot of banter, a lot of back and forth. First time in a while. Uh, Dowsy, thank you so much. Go check out Kingpin Golf. Uh, get your get your merch coming out on Thursday. Um, thank you so much for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me, man. It's an honor. It's an honor. And once again, sports deserves better. I mean, they do. And it's awesome that you came on. I really appreciate it. Uh, New York sports deserve better. Uh, fans continue support to support haters continue to listen uh new york sports deserve better thank you dowsy uh let's let's have a good week let's do it